Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. We're chugging along nicely in Supercoach at the moment. 1057 wasn't really a great Sunday, let's be honest, but we finished off with Karaz getting injured, and that hurt us for sure. But still made a few ranks, and we're sitting just in the top 6,000, which is great at this stage of the season. I am noticing that I've saved a lot more trades than a lot of people and still have you know, multiple boosts left, which is cool. And I'm not sure if we're going to use it this week. Trades coming into this one... I think it's actually pretty difficult. It's a weird week where a lot of guys in the mid-range still have a bit of value to to give, you know, to create, or they're you know potentially close to keeper status. You know, averaging sixty, those type of guys in the in the TRF, or you know your your wing full, but your your center wings there that are doing a solid job, still making a bit of cash. You know, week to week can play them, but you're definitely guessing, and it's like, do you try and get rid of a couple of them, go down to a cheapie, and you know, there's not really any good cheapies at the moment. So how do you go down to a good one? And then upgrade around uh, around the traps. And we'll notice in, in my squad in a second that I have Wade Egan. But team value is really, really high, guys. 14 mil, 228, which is great. Uh, 35 trades remaining in this one. So we look to my squad, and, and Wade Egan's the biggest issue at the moment. So he hasn't been named again after having two 11-day concussion turnarounds this year. So that's very, very frustrating for us. And the biggest issue here is that the fact that there's no real great hooking options. So really... Options are to go to Jeremy Marshall King, pretty much in a straight swap. I don't have enough cash to do that, but I am going to get rid of Karaz. So I would go down from Karaz, I think, to, to maybe a Joey Manu, and then go straight from Wade Egan to a Jeremy Marshall King. That's definitely one option. Other option there is to go for a cheaper guy, like a Sonny Luke or a you know, Brandon Smith, potentially. I could go Mitch Kenny. Those type of guys look okay. They're going to help out. You know, we, we, the main issue here is Grant's got the bite him out, I don't believe, just because it's such a such a poor position. So we need someone that's going to be able to be there next week. And I'm not sure if Wagan will be. I haven't heard any further information. Let me know in the comments if you have heard anything further on Wag, on Wade there. But um, you know, Jeremy Marshall King could be the play. If I do go cheaper, you're 
you're going to be playing someone who's likely to score you a 30 to a 45 or something like that and not be great. That situation at the moment, I'm still unsure on that one. Taps is out this week, so we'll take the reserve off him, especially if we, we're bringing in someone decent here for, for Wade. If we bring in Jeremy Marshall King, we'll just reserve him in this one. And it might be the play, you know, because considering the, the rest of the squad is not super excited about reserves at the moment. You know, Katoa scoring okay with 39. We've got Cleary and Walsh there. Thinking most likely I'm going to captain Hines in this one. I think that, you know, probably going to be the best to really... They, they should really dominate on the weekend. I think Heinz is going to be that guy to do that. So that's the play. Or it's VC, Heinz, and Captain Trevojevic. But I don't have a, a guy to sub in as a non-playing guy to put the C on. So I think just probably going all out on Nico is going to be the, the play. Didn't really have his best game. Well, not much was going on. And he got a couple of line breaks there. So if he puts on a try, uh, a couple of tries for other people, and one for himself, then he could go absolutely nuts in this one. And that would be the play. But yeah, overall, like team was going pretty good. Our, our biggest issue was center wing last week. 44 was our highest across our playing uh, playing players. Every single person on our reserves there, Carl Pereira, Warbrick, and Alamotti, all did uh, all perform better. So I think Warbrick could potentially be an option again this week. Carl Pereira maybe as well. So either one of those. You know, Taruva's not getting enough balls, so I don't know if I can play him anymore. The other general thoughts was going pretty cheap up in the hooking position and then going Karaz and Taruva there or Karaz in one of these other center wings for a Garrick. And also Joey Manu. That's my that's my general thoughts at the moment. Let me know again in the comments what you think I should do there. That's the only plays. Every other position seems to be pretty steady at the moment. The two RF I could muck around with, but you know Preston's my fourth best option along with Fafita Hosking and Wilton. Seems like a solid play. And to only really have like no, no Katoa for me, no Trent Liero. That in that sense, given they next week, but Grant is going to be the main one out. So I think we need to have a solid player up there, or we just cop that this week and go absolutely nuts with, you know, Garrick and also Manu to pair Marzu and also Hammer. I think Hammer will have a better game this week as well uh, against a slightly lesser opposition than, than what they faced last week. And, you know, we talked about at the start of this video is a bunch of these mid-range guys, you know, Alamoni, Warbrick, Camperera, all have gained plenty of cash and done a great job for us, but potentially could be time to move them on fairly soon. And I'd imagine Tabojevic has a pretty good week this week as well. So overall, we're sitting in a good position. I really think we can and going forward and you know, have plenty of trades up our sleeves for all the buy, buy periods there. I think that's going to be really helpful. I'm putting together a little bit of my own buy planning, which I'll, I'll demonstrate for you guys and show that in next week's video. Uh, once I've kind of got that set and, and work out exactly what we need across that time, because you know, round 13, 16, 19 is going to be really strange because you've got 25 players, but only that starting 13 can, can get on the park. So it, it actually isn't going to be as hard as previous years when you're trying to get that full 17 across all of the weeks. I think that, you know, this is where having a couple of cheapies that aren't doing, that aren't helping you at all uh, are going to be fine unless they're in a position of power like Hooker, uh, the halves there, and, you know, the five eights, which, you know, you need to have that cover for guys that are going to be in origin, for example, there. So hoping there that Heinze doesn't make origin for our squad, but other than that, I feel like our cover at the moment is fine, but there'll definitely, hopefully, be uh, some cash cows that'll pop up here and there along the way. So that's my little trades and thoughts, and yeah, my buy hold sells going into this week. If you're looking at some scores from last week, some big, big ones from Latrell, Cody Walker there had some cracking games. Joy Arrow, he will continue to get bigger minutes, so he's a bit of an awkward price at the moment. We'll definitely play Origin, so I think he's an okay buy without being spectacular. Anyone else in the Dolphins? I still think Hammer's going to do pretty well from here, but... Definitely, I don't think you should be buying him. Definitely don't sell him, though. On the on the bunny side, yeah, not, not too much else there. 
Murray had a uh, an average game there of 50. David Moale with 54. It was great news for us that, that held on to him. Uh, just stick, stick solid with him. Jacob Host is pretty cheap. So now that Kulamatungi is out, he's definitely a sell, guys. Host and also Cheekam are back in the fold. And, and Host the last couple of weeks has done all right, but don't expect much more than like a, a 45 to 50 from Hostie on a week-to-week basis. So that's that on there. Jed Cartwright, still not still not worthy of a spot in your squad. That's for sure there. So let's go to Sharky's game. Braley had a big outlier game. He's been averaging pretty poorly, 40s to 50s, and got to that 100, which is great. Nikora, still a great option, guys, if you want to grab him. I think Wilton's a hold. I've got him in my side, and I won't be running away to, to get rid of him. Malatalo continues to score over 60 each and every week, which is great. McInnes there, 47, so he got extra minutes, but scoring-wise wasn't perfect for Supercoach here, so avoid him at this point, and that's really all on the Sharky side. For the Roosters there, Egan Butcher, another, another good game for him, but again, he's not someone you really want to push towards. Brandon Smith, big minutes the last two weeks. That's him been really hurt him, but he's uh, yeah getting getting much better time on the, on the park. Seems like his ribs are, are, are improved and, and aren't feeling as bad, and he's scoring better. So he's definitely half an option for sure if you're looking at... Uh, someone at his price point in the hooking position. And you've got guys like Teddy, Manu, going to be great buyers going forward. Teddy, I think, you know, getting that cheap now, still a hard break even, but surely he he plays well at some point. And, you know, the, the Roosters have shake, shook it up this week with Manu going to six. Hopefully that uh, can, can help him in his scores. So that'll be very interesting how that all plays out for sure. Let's move to the next game, which was Eagles and Storm. So, some, uh, some decent scores uh, across the park here, really just led by Cherry Evans. The rest of the squad, you know, wasn't great overall. It's a bunch of 50s and 60s, which was fine. Pazek had a nice try assist there. Tommy, I think, yeah, as I said, we'll, we'll do a lot better coming into this week. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Bully Moore gets to start, but don't look at him, guys. Warbrick, I think, is a clear hold. Could almost play him this week, I think, up against the the Warriors. Storm should bounce back after that bad loss to Manly in that one. Welchie, yeah, still a hold, guys. Just yeah, he potentially could be a sell next week, but. 
Again, the front row forward position, not great either. It's hookers and front rowers that are not not great. And all the points are down below. Yeah, now the Garak's going to come back and, and they have a slightly easier opponent. He could be a nice target. Expect to bounce back from Qatar. If you're looking at trading him, I get it. But he's also going to be a solid hold. And he hasn't scored a try this year. And I think that, you know, he's been scoring well without it. And I think he'll, he'll get one this week. That's my call anyway. Munster, 39 this week. Just a bit of a shocker, but he's been great before that. So him back in the sixth role, I think is great for him also. Let's go to Warriors Cowboys there. And scoring for them, there's a few high ones, but across the park, again, there's so many games last week that were really low. So it's very hard to find buys in, in all of this. There's more like, oh, can you hold a certain guy? You know, if someone is going well, whew, super exciting, but uh, that's that. There, on the Warriors side, there was you know, a couple of tries for Johnson, did his job. Fanil Blake was much better and he got a try as well. So keep him on your, on your black book. Tohu Harris returning, got a 63. So you can expect somewhere between 60 and 70 for him. Going forward, and Curran, unfortunately, back to the bench in this one. Ford should bounce back a bit. He hasn't been playing as well the last couple of weeks, even though the previous weeks last, he did pick up that try. So that's that there. And then on the other side, Cotter, I think, will score really well over the next bunch of weeks, probably around that 70 mark with that, yeah, that increased amount of minutes there. Granville, the 52. I just don't see the minutes continuing, maybe around that 40 mark, and, and he could score pretty average sometimes, and then he could do okay and get you like a, a 35 to... 45 in, in base there, so that's that. Drinkwater is eventually, hopefully, going to become an option. Val Holmes is a clear hold, guys. Don't worry about him. And I wouldn't touch Robson at the moment. Just wait and see what happens over the next bunch of weeks before he's obviously going to be really good by cover. And yeah, hopefully, he's someone you could partner Grant with. Okay, let's go to Knights Panthers. And, and Clear ended up okay. Got a try assist, got a couple of, yeah, got a 40 20, a couple of field goals, helped him out. Isaiah Yo's been great, guys. Oh, still a solid option, guys. I think he's going to continue to score a try a week. Over the next bunch, I just feel like their run, apart from this Bunnies game, is going to be pretty solid, but he could still score in this one. And you know, him, Edwards, Hosking, uh, Tungle, there, these types of guys are going to continue to do really well. I'm not worried at all about the Panthers. I'd expect you to have multiple Panthers in your side. Obviously, Taruva is the only one that's kind of not scoring at the moment, unfortunately. Uh, even, you know, he had to do a couple of tries himself and still only got like 50 for it, so not fun. Uh, Night side, Frizzell, it's been great. Hastings improving a bit. Crossland is in there. He's got the 5'8 and the halfbacks tag. So if you need someone in that position, he'll do a job for you. People are ask, uh, talking about Kurt Mann. I just think it's a little bit of a flash in the pan. You see over the last few years, he has these slightly bigger scores and then goes back to low points in uh, in other minute, in, in same, similar minutes. So those big 50 to 60 minute games. Lockie Miller, a bit of a shocker from him. Uh, I think the Knights will improve this one and they should beat the Cowboys coming uh, you know, going, going into that game. All right, Titans and Broncos. Walsh continues to dominate, so don't trade him out uh, for a while. And unless he starts to really start to struggle against some of these better teams, I think you can keep him in your side. He's just so electric and, you know, tries this, the line breaks, the tries, they're, they're coming thick and fast, and I think they can continue to. For Fida, I think it's becoming a sneaky captaincy option. 82 in this one. I'm feeling a try coming on this week as well. So, yeah, get, get him in your sides, guys. I think he's going to do great. Yes, it could be a spear five-game play with him potentially going to origin, but he wasn't there for a lot of last year. So doesn't mean he's going to be there this year, even with the form. So it definitely helps his chances, but he has uh, yeah, he's been solid. But, yeah. Tino, how about he been over the last bunch of weeks? Not good. 40 for him. Not ideal. Uh, Haas there, 73. Reynolds, 91. Both good scores from them. And, you know, guys you want to have in your side. Reynolds, not as much. Obviously, you want Hines and, and Cleary, but Haas is that premier front row forward for sure. Uh, outside backs for that game wasn't too exciting either. So no one's really a buy in that team. Uh, from, you know, guys like Walshy. But, yeah, very expensive now, that's for sure. 
On the Raiders side, Tomoko continues to get through his work. So if you picked him up early in that mid mid range there, then he's been great. Taps with his 57. I think in Supercoach, he's a hold. Uh, not ideal, really, and you know, had a bit of a shocker in that game. But 57, he still manages to get that base, dual position. He's going to have a run all the way through to 16 after this buy. So if he can cover in this one, I think it's worth a hold. He'll have to get better because you know, he's not going to want to be kind of dominated being out there. He's, he's a premier front row forward in this game. So he definitely has to bounce back. Going forward there, Tata Monga, welcome back to him. A great 98, but I don't think he's a buy, especially being his first week anyway. You don't get any price changes. Sloan there, 85. Bird, 60. A great center, center wing option, guys, if you want to have him in that. as kind of that sure thing. Second row forward, which we don't really have too many of them in our game in the center position these days. So he's been good. Sua is out. So Ben Merle comes back for another run, which is great for all our sides. The, the cash cow that he is. What a man. <laughs> Jack DeBellin. So 80 minutes last week, 52 points for him. So can't get any more minutes, and I can't I can't see him having much more of a better game than that. So 50 to 60 will be about his uh, his scoring, and minutes will be somewhere around that 60 to 70. I'd say he might play the odd 80 minutes, but not uh, not not regularly. I would say. And then Eels and Doggy. So some big scores on the Eels side: Penasini, Madison, uh, Campbell, Gillard, Gutho, Sivo all did really well. Moses a 65, Brown a 60, and Hopgood a 61. If you hold on to him, so. All good ones there. Panasini, probably the most clear buy out of all of them. He's pretty expensive though now. So yeah, wouldn't say you missed the boat. You missed the boat on his price rises for the most part, but you're know, definitely probably a keeper in that uh, in that center wing position. Anyone else in that team, I wouldn't really be looking to select. You got uh, Hodgson back and Hands goes back to that bench. And the Hopgood and uh, Cartwright situation is a little bit weird. Given this is going to be Eels playing the second game of the round this week, that I think that's helpful for you to wait and see and make your trades uh, heading into that if you can lock in your Panthers and Rabbitohs players. And then on the right side there with the Doggies, Kingy had a cracking week. And you know, if you're looking at picking him up, I doubt he's going to play those kind of minutes again. Uh, but that was that. Preston hopefully gets back to 80 minutes, but he had a nice line break in there for 59 points. And Pangai Jr., 53 in his you know his return there, 47 minutes. Look, it's okay. He had lots of offloads and still only got 53. So I think you can watch him this week and, and kind of make your decision on that. He should be better for the run. Alamotti, 45 in this one. Did get his first try of the year. So expect you know, a few more of them across this season. But we're a little bit worried about dogs and where they're going to be sitting come you know, the next four or five weeks if they can come out and do pretty well. He has some okay games after this one. The tough one against the Sharkies there. And then it gets a little bit easier up until their buy in round 13. So that's that, guys. That's uh, the review for my Supercoach squad, my potential trades. Yeah, let me know in the comments what you think on that. And I wish you all the luck heading into round eight, which is such a long round. Good luck, guys. Mom deserves the best. And there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.